Welcome to She Will Be the Podcast, a show that celebrates the inspiring world of everyday women. In this space, we're going behind the scenes of brand creation, discussing the highs, the lows, and everything in between. We'll also share the authentic stories of mothers, wives, and entrepreneurs who are overcoming challenges in their lives. I'm your host, Cassie Tucker. And I'm Hennessy Warner, founder of Lesara, a brand born out of the desire to empower women to write their own narratives. Together, we'll learn, grow, and redefine what it means to be a woman in pursuit of her goals. I'm excited about today's conversation. This is going to be a good one. I feel like we, every week, sit there and plan for future episodes, and we're like, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) And we've touched on some really good topics in the past, but I think this is a good one because it's not only helpful for entrepreneurs and business owners, but we're going to peel the curtain back on the brand story, the Lesara story, and explain yes. more about the why behind that, which I'm very stoked about. So you ready? yeah, I'm ready. Awesome. Okay. So today we want to talk about why story is effective for using it as a foundation for building out your brand message your marketing messaging that you're using, really everything. How to set yourself apart from other brands. Yeah. And story, I mean, if you think about what you consume as a just regular old regular person, story is woven into movies we watch, uh, TV shows, social media content. We gravitate towards people's stories, things that they're going through in their lives. And so story is naturally something that we as consumers and humans enjoy consuming ourselves. And so figuring out a way to weave story into our brand identity, our brand messaging, like I mentioned a minute ago, has become such a powerful, effective way of communicating with customers. And it's something that really captures their attention, captures their heart, their emotions, and it works. So that's what we're going to talk about today, which I'm very excited and, and if you look, if you look into the effects of story brand, like what you just said, tapping into the emotion, like there's science, there's backed up science that tells that that's like, it's such an effective way of provoking action to, um, to the consumer or to your audience. So yeah. it's super interesting how something that we take so like day to day, I mean, we've been listening to stories since we were three years old like you know what I mean so it's such something that's so normal in our day-to-day lives that we don't realize but it's so impactful and there's so much science behind it too so it's really interesting I love this no it's it's cool too because it's something that's memorable as well which I think is important because we as consumers read so many messages in a day we look at so many advertisements we learn about so many different brands and businesses and store much noise. Yeah. And if you think about it, looking back to childhood, like you mentioned, which is such a great point, I bet there's so many different stories that you read, watched, whatever, as a child that you can still remember how they played out today. And so they're, they're memorable. They really stick out in your brain. And I love how you mentioned science, because I didn't even tell you this before we recorded, but I have a little snippet on kind of breaking down, not too deep, but a little bit of the science behind story, which I think oh, I love is it. really cool. So 
Um, I found this in a great article, which I actually think we should link in the show notes because it's so good. But um, there's a little segment talking about the science behind story. And this comes from uh, Lonnie Peterson for the Harvard Business Publishing. And she explained that storytelling is important because it releases chemicals like cortisol, dopamine, and oxytocin. Mm -hmm. uh, cortisol assists with our formulating memories. So we just talked about that a second ago, which is funny. Uh, dopamine, which helps regulate our emotional responses, which keeps us engaged. And when it comes to creating deeper connections with others, oxytocin is associated with empathy an important element in building, deepening, or maintaining good relationships. Uh, so scientifically speaking, when a customer's brain connects with a story a brand tells, they're more positively influenced to make a purchase. That's so, amazing. Wow, we didn't even plan that. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. I found that and I was like, nope, I have to call that out. So thank you to Lonnie Peterson for that one. But yeah. um, we'll get into strategies and tips, things like that. But first, Hennessy, I want to ask you all about the Lesara brand story, because I know there's a lot to unpack there, but uh, can you just tell us first about, you know, when you first launched the brand, as you and I have talked about, there yeah. wasn't a huge brand story. You had kind of a meaning behind it. Uh, you wanted to create something for you and your daughter to kind of share, but yeah. It wasn't until more recently that the the brand story that we know the brand for today was developed. So can you tell us about why you prompted this pivot, why you decided to kind of deepen that brand message? Yeah. So when I first started with a brand, it was very much a, the story about me and my daughter. And it was very like, very much about ourselves um, and like the story that I had of, I don't know, I would always talk about being placed in a box by certain people who did not know anything about me. And they would just say, oh, you're so-and-so's wife or you're so-and-so's mom. Like that's pretty much all you will be or can be because of your history and everything. And, and it was just something that I didn't like personally. And as the I started sharing more of the process and building the brand, like I had more people come up to me, well, not more people, but more women, whether it was friends, family members, people I haven't spoken to in years were like, oh my gosh, I love what you're doing. It's so inspiring. It's, and I was like, wow, this is a really great, really great, really great feedback. Cause I'm like, honestly, I feel like a lot of people can resonate with what was going on. And so in 2022, 2020. Yeah. Um, I applied for the handback awards, which we talked about in another episode. And I focused the design for the Parigi bag on opportunities. And I was like, everybody is always looking for a new opportunity. It doesn't matter if you're a mom, if you're a wife, if everyone is kind of like on this pursuit for something. Right. So like the connection to the story kind of grew into not just if you fit, because if you think about it, I was kind of placing the brand in a box mm -hmm. between just a mom and daughter story. And I wanted to give an opportunity for more people to connect with it. And that's what, that was the feedback I was getting. So the brand story evolved without me really even knowing that that's probably the approach I should have been taking from the get-go and making it more about the consumer more so than my own personal story. 
And so I just felt like a lot of, I, I mean, I, I've gotten messages from women who have bought the bag who were like, I love the significance of this bag. And when I wear it, it literally, it like makes me realize that I can go after my own dreams. And so that to me, when I got messages like that after the awards, like the whole awards and everything in the bag was released, that to me was like, okay, I think I'm on, on, on the right track as far as like the brand story and everything, because this is what I want it to become. Like I want women to feel that whenever they use the bags or whenever they're in contact with the brand. Well, because the cool thing about this is, I, and I think the reason this works so well is because the story is something that we're not only consuming from the outside. So for example, I'm not learning about the Le Sarah brand story and it's something I don't resonate with. It's it's something that's completely outside of my world and what I would experience. I, because I am the consumer that the brand is targeting, I can actually step into that story and experience it for myself. I don't know if that makes sense. So like, I think that's a cool aspect. Like it's, it's something that you're actually truly living through. And I think a lot of times when we watch movies or we listen to music even and we hear stories told in those different mediums I think the stories that we gravitate to the most are the ones that we're actually connecting with and we feel seen by or we feel heard by um and I don't I think I guarantee you you would go to most handbag brand websites and you don't see this happening with a lot of handbag brands or a lot of fashion brands period so I think there's this opportunity to stand out with story and same with other industries. I mean, a lot of people are still catching on to this. And so if you can somehow create this for your brand and allow someone to feel the connection that way, I think you have a huge opportunity to create that memorable experience and to create some sort of emotional connection with your Yeah. Brand. And you, you mentioned something earlier when we were kind of like going over a few of these touch points for the conversation, you mentioned empathy and that I wrote that down. Do you remember what we were talking about when you brought that up? Yeah. Yes. So I think you, one thing that is cool about the way that you've developed this story is this is something that you have experienced yourself and mm -hmm. you are saying this is my story but not only is it my story I'm opening this up to other women and I'm I'm making it known that other women experience this too and I right. want women not only for myself like I created this handbag brand for myself to enjoy sure but like yeah. I'm creating it for other women to feel the same thing that I do when I grab one of those handbags and I wear it to a job interview or wear it to wherever. Yeah. And so that is you creating this empathetic connection as well to the consumer because you're telling them, I get it. Oh, no, that's, you know what, it, what we were talking about? We were yeah. talking about how like a lot of brands or businesses, and it's totally probably the right approach to starting a business is you're trying to solve a problem, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about this. We try to solve a problem in the market or for somebody who's experiencing something. And I always said like, yes, there's, there's the ethical manufacturing problem that I am trying to tackle, but then there's also this mindset problem or not problem, but like mindset gap or something that's like, 
a lot of us don't believe that we can go out there and accomplish some of the things that we maybe dream of, you know? So I think that's what Leisara is trying to, if you were to say, what's the problem that Leisara is trying to solve? It's like that breaching that gap of, hey, if she can do this, so can I kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of very like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Very, like... no, no, no. It's so good though. And, and I think it really does work. I know we keep saying that, but here's the thing. Like the reason I got so connected with this brand and felt this connection, the first time you showed me the bag, I was like, wow, this is incredible. You created this beautiful Italian crafted handbag on your own. You designed it. And so that was me making a connection to the product, the but product, then right. you shared what the story was and everything we've shared today on the episode. And that was what really got me because now I created this emotional connection. I felt invested. I felt heard seen by this product. And so that's, I think what I've been seeing with people that have experienced the brand since I've gotten to know you, that is what reels them in. And so it's been cool to see, you know, one of our friends who is currently trying to figure out her next path forward career-wise, that story means something unique to her and what she's yeah. currently facing. And, and then, she makes it her own, right? Like right, it, yeah. right. And then we have another friend who is a mom. She's amazing. And she's, she's trying to kind of navigate, okay, I love my life as a mom, but kind of similar to you. Like, what can I do in addition to give my life meaning? And so that product and brand story meant something different to her as well. And yeah. so I think there's real power in not only creating a very straightforward brand story, this is the only thing it means and that's it. Like creating a story that allows people to kind of apply it in a way that makes sense to them. So yeah. I, I'm like, I absolutely- I'm, I'm glad you're <laughs> able to like, put it all in words because it's in my head sometimes <laughs> no I'm like I think half of what I've said tonight like just doesn't make sense I'm exhausted guys I'm tired so I'm sorry if nothing makes sense no it's truly no, you it's put really it so, so well you you literally you like you you shared exactly what I like when I feel what I feel with this brand is exactly what you said like it yeah. you perfectly all the wording, everything, believe me, I, I definitely think our, our listeners or whoever um, gets a chance to listen to what you just said is really going to be able to understand more so because it's, it's easy to kind of write this down and we have it on our website and everything, but to hear it from someone else who wasn't creating it, it, it means so much more. So thank you for, for doing that. Cause, cause yeah. it is like, for me, it, it sometimes I'm like, it, might, it makes sense in my head, but I'm like, yeah. Am I the drama? No, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it's really cool to just see it come together. And, uh, you know, we talked about a couple episodes ago, how the website's relaunched. And so the story as it's being told today is really reflected on the website as you're looking at it, July, 2023. So if you want to kind of see how this is applied on a website, go check out lesara.com, see how that's been applied on there because I think it really does kind of create that connection between really what we're talking about and how to apply that marketing wise. Yeah. Um, but 
Hennessy, I want to talk through now that we've kind of discussed your brainstorming, how you've envisioned it, but um, some of the different strategies and ways that you listening can also apply this to your brand. So one concept that we really love to follow, and we've probably already mentioned it a million times on this podcast, but we are big fans. And I think we even mentioned it early in this episode. We're huge fans of Donald Miller's story brand. And so that's one concept, but I think even outside of that, that whole uh, formula and framework, definitely go read the book. His book, Building a Story Brand is amazing. But I think ultimately you can apply this without having a deep knowledge of this, uh, this brain story, because I think, or this brain story framework, because I think you, Hennessy told me off record that you created your brand story, the newest one, even without knowing much about story brand, right? Yeah. So I, before moving to back to the United States, I got a job in marketing and I, I don't, I'm like, my degree is not in marketing. Like my degree was in business. So like everything that I knew up to this point was just self-taught kind of stuff. And I kind of, I don't know, the internet, Google, everything. That's where I kind of learned everything. But when I came to the US and I got this marketing job, I was like, I really need to read books on the most effective marketing strategies out there, basically. And Story Brand was like the first book that I picked up and I used it throughout my entire time at my um, at the job I was at. And I just think it's super the way he explains everything and the way like right now you and I outside of Lace Out, we're both um we, we have other businesses, you have your own marketing, your uh, marketing strategist, and I do a lot of branding and web design. And everything from that book, I implement now. So like, I mean, I don't know if we taught, we talked about this in the last episode of how to like start a business with low capital, but like, we both have outside jobs, we're all trying to like, find ways to, to be an adult, I guess, adulting is not easy sometimes. Yeah. But um. But yeah, brand story for me is like a huge part of the kind of messaging that I create for other people as well when they're developing new brands or businesses or whatever. But um, yeah. I think we bonded off of our love for the SB7 framework yes. early <laughs> on in our friendship. <laughs> yeah, we did. And it's it's so huge. And I think one thing to mention is it doesn't matter how established your business is. If you're a, a small little company or a huge brand, there's a lot of businesses implementing this because yeah. they found that it truly does work. So it's kind of in a nutshell, it's a, as we mentioned, it's a brand messaging framework. You go through, Hennessy said SB7, you go through the seven steps of creating your brand story and kind of what that looks like. And this story a big piece of it can be implemented on your website. So Hennessy's using this to build out not only the design structure, but the messaging structure on a website. And then you can also take that in what you've determined in the SB7 framework and implement it on social media and your emails. Everything. Right. And really the SB7 is supposed to be like the groundwork for all your messaging. So essentially there is the, the core concept behind this is the fact that 
your hero, which is the customer, is the main key to your messaging. You're creating this story again to allow them to kind of step foot into it and go through this journey of solving uh, a problem that they have. What Donald Miller points out is like a lot of businesses take the opposite approach where they make themselves the sto- like the hero of the story when really it's the consumer or um, the customer that you need to highlight. It's not me, 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 me. It's how do I help you or how do I guide you kind of thing, right? Exactly, exactly. So it's very not me focused, not my business, how great I am, how great my team is, how great the founder of the business is. It's, it's I'm creating this, solution to help you the customer so the seven really quickly the seven pieces of the framework is number one the character who we mentioned which is your customer the hero of the story has a problem they need to solve they need a guide which is your business or your brand uh, who gives them a plan which is your solutions and calls them to action which is starting the buying process. So what that process is to purchase or use use a service that ends in success, number six. And then number seven is, uh, and helps them avoid failure. So that's kind of the, the seven step process. And we won't go too crazy deep into each of the steps, but essentially when you learn about this framework, you can go through each of those points and kind of, identify exactly what that means for your business and your product. And it's, it's truly eye-opening to go through this exercise. And I think one thing that's really helpful is getting a buddy, preferably someone who's in the marketing space or someone who has a knowledge of this to go through this with you and kind of ask you questions along the way, because I think you can really pull out stuff that's kind of very eye-opening, I would say for, for your branding. Absolutely. And like you said, Cass, like it doesn't matter if you're a one person business or a a multi-international corporation. I mean, if you think about it, I'm just going to ask you a question. Who's who, what company out there uses storytelling like crazy and is super successful? Yeah. Well, I mean, Disney. uh, Exactly. (laughs) No, you love, you love to talk about Taylor Swift all the Swifties out there. No, you love saying that she uses a lot of story brand in her, whether it's her marketing team or her, her, her songs, like, so. Yeah. No, I, I truly, side tangent on Taylor Swift, I truly believe that the reason she is so successful is because each of her songs tell a very deep story and people feel a connection to the story yeah. she's singing. And that's, I mean, again, it's just, number a million why story works and it's artists are doing it business owners are doing it directors in Hollywood are doing it I mean it it works so it's cool to see how this kind of applies to to your brand as well Mm -hmm. um but one one tidbit here Hennessy I wanted to share too is that uh from the same article I mentioned earlier it said, when customers become the hero of your story, it makes them feel empowered, proud, and inspired to succeed with the business's help. So again, thinking about why people are connecting to the Le Sara brand story is they feel that sense of empowerment. They feel like 
by picking up one of those bags, they can do anything, accomplish anything, be whoever they want to be. So that, that directly ties right into that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Wow. It's, it's (laughs) nice to hear all these things. Cause like I, I said, when I, when we, I mean, when it was like in the, in the early, early stages, like brands, I knew nothing about this to be honest with you. Like, I was just like, how do I make this connect with other people? And it's so interesting that that it worked out the way that, how the story, and the other thing is it's not made up. Like, it's not like this is a fiction story. Like, this is nonfiction. This is what yeah. what we live in, what I've lived in, what you have lived in with everyone who's kind of connected with the brand. This is true. Like, this is real. Um, so it's definitely, it's definitely cool to just sit here and kind of talk about these things. Cause I, in the day to day, I don't realize it, but it is really, really interesting how it all kind of like played out the way it did. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, uh, I'm like, so just enamored and excited every time I hear about it and how well you've built this out. So yes, I completely agree. I want to mention too, with story brand, cause we, you and I talk about this all the time with our brand work, the other businesses that we're running on the side with marketing, but, um, story brand, I think is really powerful in helping to clarify your message too. So in the word world of marketing, we talk all the time about how clarity is King and how making sure that the customer understands your product, your service or whatever it is. And there's no confusion there is really important. So I think going through this SB7 framework, it gives you the components that you need to speak to on your website and everything else isn't really necessary. I mean, there's different nuances that need to be mentioned, but um, again, going back to this article, this article is so great, but they yeah, said, in the article, yeah, we will certainly. Cause it's, it's a great read, but Um, They shared in the article that operating with this marketing strategy, so story brand, uh, also makes the message much more clear. So rather than rambling on about features, benefits, value, the story is grounded and providing the resources customers need to solve their very distinct problems. Uh, Donald Miller writes in his book, as a brand, it's important to define something your customer wants, because as soon as we define something our customer wants, we pose it as a story question in the mind of the customer. Can this brand really help me get what I want? So again, it's instead of making it very centric on us and what our product is and how great it is and rambling about that on our website, we're positioning it in a way that makes sense to the consumer and really creates that clarity of what what's in it for them essentially Hennessy, I would love to ask you as we round out this conversation do you have any tips or questions or things that the listener can kind of walk through on their own to help themselves clarify their own brand story or even just start to think about this anything that you'd call out or mention there um you mean for somebody who's starting a brand, like mm-hmm. how to clarify their own message? Starting a brand from scratch, or if they've said, you know, I have a brand, it's already launched, but I know I, I could do some work on clarifying my own message or building out this brand story as well. So new or established. Hiring Cassie Tucker as your marketing strategy. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
hiring Hennessy Warner as your web developer and brand. Seriously though, like Hennessy's so good. Can I just brag on you for a minute? <laughs> Hennessy's so good at creating just a brand identity and vision out of nothing. Like seriously, I don't even understand. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, continue. No, no, honestly. Oh man, that's a that's a tough question. Let me think here. So first, the thing that you have to do is write everything down. You have to do like a brain dump and understand that your first, the first thing you write down is not going to be like the definite final uh, version of your brand story. So I think, I don't know how many times I've written down, even though I have my brand story, I know what it is. I know what it means. I know what it represents. There's always tweaking that can be done. So I think step one is really just sitting down and jotting everything down, every detail, every element, and then kind of going through and picking out the, the, the pieces that you think will connect most with your audience. Like, there's so many things that that I've done over the years and and just like not that I'm changing the story but just enhancing it in a way that resonates more with the audience and I mean you saw it whenever we did this relaunch of the website there was so much improvement that was done um during those few weeks of like rewriting the copy on the website and even like the the brand messaging of the tags, everything that like the brand is always evolving, even though the core element and the core values stay the same, like the, the messaging is always transitioning into a clear, more concise way. Um, as far as like language, try to keep it very simple. I could get into a bunch of technical terms of the design process and the different elements of whatever, but no one like unless I'm trying to impress a, a designer at a big brand or something and prove to them that I know what I'm talking about, like keep your messaging as simple as possible. Depending on who your your target audience is, try to speak to them the, way, the same way that they speak. Because a lot of times, like either the tone is too friendly and or too serious or I don't know. These are just all kind of things that I try to consider whenever I'm either working on lace that as things or for another brand or business is just trying to figure out ways to, like you said, making the, the message as clear as possible because at the end of the day, everyone's attention spans are so short. There's so much noise and so much, like you said, advertisements and messaging and everything that you want to keep it as simple, as memorable as possible. Yeah. And, and be honest and be true to your story. Cause I think everyone has a unique story and so not trying to be like somebody else, not try to copy what other brands are doing and just obviously learn from all these other brands, maybe successful brands, what they've done. But I mean, what makes your brand special is what you bring to it. So for me, it was my own path and my journey and how I'm being able to connect with other women who I believe could or would go through the same, um, the same journey, a similar journey, but at the end of the day, I think everyone has their own story to tell. And the key is trying to find the way to in, like inject that into your business. So okay. no, answer. Okay. no, so good. <laughs> I think to another thing to add really quick, is just remembering you've mentioned your why during this episode and before, but thinking about why did you create the brand in the first place? And 
a lot of that can be woven in, in some of those empathy elements or even authority, why you are, why you have authority to create what you're creating or, um, why you connect with the customer and what they're experiencing. And then, um, another thing I would we say, also have, sorry, Cass, yeah. we should have another, we should have an episode that strictly talks on product as well. Cause I know yeah. a lot, we talked about this before too. Like a lot of times we think a lot about the brand story and a lot of times we forget. So there has to be like a good balance of yeah. product and brand story. Yeah. I mentioned this the other day, but before we go off on a tangent, finish your, your thought there. Cause I totally interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. I'm, I'm glad you interrupted. Cause I was low key, like losing what I was going to say. <laughs> but I, love, I love what you just called out. Cause I think that's so important because I think it it is while there's so much benefit to brand story and creating yeah. this emotional connection and um, inviting people into the store and creating engaging content out of that story, you also still have to remember at the end of the day, you're selling a product, a service. So you can create a balance between value, emotional connection, education, that kind of thing, inspiration yes. with I have a product here. It is go buy it. So making that yeah. call to action or, or calling out the actual product elements and right. promote what you're offering physically. Um, right. So I think it's important to balance that because yes, not only does someone want to feel heard, seen uh, and, and feel this connection with the brand message itself, but they also want to buy something that they're going to enjoy. They're going to use and, so yeah. make sure that you kind of balance those two. So thank you for calling. Yeah. Me. I mean, we talked about that a little bit. We were, I'm a big shark tank. I like to watch it before going to bed. And the other day, and I text you about it. Cause I was like, I forget what, what business um, was on TV. And that's one of the things that the sharks were talking about. This guy was so in tune with like his purpose and his mission and everything. And the sharks were like, all right. But at the end of the day, like this is a business, you know what I mean? So it's like exactly what we just said. It's a balance between not too much of one or the other, but definitely finding that balance. Absolutely. Yeah. I still think this is an old concept in marketing, but there there's a concept called the 80-20 rule where it's 80% yeah. of the time you're adding value or you're serving or you're building a story or whatever. And then 20% of the time you're selling, I still strongly believe that's a good strategy because I do think the story and the emotional connect connection is the core part that's going to eventually prompt someone to buy, but actually just 20% of the time telling someone straight up or asking someone straight up to purchase or to enjoy the physical elements of the product is also really impactful strategy. So think about that. Think about not only what is the story you want to tell, but what is the value of the actual product or service I'm offering and why should someone be purchasing it and just making the ask. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The other thing, the other thing Cass that um, we didn't touch on this yet, but we're planning or we're developing products that the brand will have like a range of products from like your handbags that are at a higher price point, but then we're trying to develop apparel. We're trying to develop um, digital products that they could be free. Like we're trying to be able to give everyone somehow an element, whether 
if they, at the moment, they, they're not able to purchase a handbag, well, maybe they can purchase another product or maybe they resonate with what we're talking about and they want to start their own idea or, or start formulating it or whether it's trying to figure out their why or whatever, we'll have products here in the future that hopefully will, um, they'll be able to, to purchase, download, whatever the case may be. So it's, it, that's also something that I want to, to talk about too, is that there's, there's um, this element that I want to bring to the brand that it's an inclusive brand, not just, um, you know, Cass, finish, finish what I'm saying. No, <laughs> no but think it's inclusive in the way that we don't want people who maybe can't afford the the highest level bag to feel like they can't experience it or they can't be a part of this brand story because they can't afford right. a certain product. And so, right. because I think this, this brand can resonate with mo a lot of women, most women, I would say would, could somehow connect with this and not every single woman out there in the world has the ability to purchase a handbag at a certain time. And so being able to offer different things to help them at different stages in their journey, but also just, um, tiers, you know, it's kind of thinking about tier pricing and how you'd create different, uh, different offerings, depending on where someone's at in their, their customer journey, essentially. So I think that's important to remember, but also a great segue to call out the fact that the newsletter is a great place to hear about all of these different offerings and things coming up. We'll yeah. definitely have updates very soon. And I know we have a lot of things in the work on the back end, and I cannot wait to share more about these, but the, I would say the email is probably the most exclusive place to be one of the first to find out about that. So make sure you head yeah. over to leisara.com, L-E-I-S-A-R-A.com to sign up for the newsletter. Yay. That was a great segue. Look at that. Yes. Look at that. And also while you're on the website, you can drop <laughs> the bags because they're available again. I know we say that every week, but again, you have to just continue with a message over and over again, because that's another thing that goes in a story. Repetition is key. Consistency. Yeah. So always want to call out the bags are available. They're ready to shop. And so go check those out on the website as well. New things coming up for sure. Big, exciting things. Hopefully, fingers crossed, lots of stuff going on behind the scenes that we'll be able to share soon enough. We can't wait. Thank yeah. you, Hennessy, as always, for all of your insight and just time and your wisdom that you've Thank shared. you for your wisdom. <laughs> Look at you with the stats and the scientific evidence. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think this, I think the ideas for this episode came to me in the shower, probably where most ideas come to me. So oh, for sure, for sure. It's like those late nights after all, everything is for me, for you, it's in the shower. For me, it's like after I, I lay down and everything is off, I like start thinking and I'm like, that, that'd be a good idea that yeah. we should talk about this. I'm like, why don't I think of this during the day and like jot it down? It comes at like the most, like the times that I should probably be sleeping, but. Oh yeah. Anyways, anyways thank you for listening. As always, <laughs> go shop, go subscribe, laysara.com and we will see you next Tuesday for another episode.